right, here we go. It is that betting show here on 610 Sports Radio. The guys from Players Only were just in here, and they're still in here. I must say, Gary Stills, I almost got broken half by, by Gary Stills. He gave me quite the welcome. I appreciate that. Great to see Gary Neil Smith as well. <laughs> but uh, we almost the show almost didn't happen, Julio. There was, I, I almost wasn't available for the show the way things went just a few minutes before we hopped on the air. How is everybody doing, though? This is the final That Betting Show of the season. Then we take, uh, what is that, about a six-month break or so, and we'll be back for the football season. But uh, we'll probably do some special content around March Madness and things like that. You guys can follow me on Twitter, at Alex Gold, and, of course, our station account, at 610 Sports KC. Uh, we normally don't take a ton of phone calls during That Betting Show, but I-, I will say tonight, now that we're all feeling good, we have the parade in downtown Kansas City, so many of you actually cashed in those betting tickets a week ago last Thursday at the NFL honors when Patrick Mahomes won his second NFL MVP. That was a bet that so many of you made back on September the 1st when sports betting was legalized, at least on the Kansas side. Then some of you went ahead and parlayed the MVP win for Mahomes for a Super Bowl win with the Kansas City Chiefs, and you cashed in yet again. So tell me your betting stories from the Super Bowl, how you guys did. I hope you followed along with some of uh, the content that we did in Super Bowl week, and if so, I think you did pretty well with some of your bets. So let me know, 913 That's the Jay Southland Tow Service text line. It's also the phone number, as you guys know, as well. I mentioned Kansas sports betting. We know we're waiting on Missouri to legal sports wagering so coming up in about 30 minutes at 7 30 brett koenig who is with letmoplay.com it's a sports betting advocacy group in the state of missouri he's going to join me uh, and this is a group of, of people that are sick and tired frankly of sports betting not being legalized in their state they live on the eastern side of the state closer to uh, st louis i believe the st charles uh, missouri area and so i'm going to have uh, brett join me around 7 30 or so to talk about some of the efforts that they're making and really how they've been able to to wager on sports. I'm assuming the answer to that is they've been going over across the state line uh, to Illinois. That's probably how they've been able to make their wagers. When can they actually just stay on their couch in Missouri and make those wagers? We've been tracking the progress. We'll continue to track the progress with sports wagering uh, coming up throughout the next couple of months on our social media channels. <laughs> Thank you, Sean Barber, uh, for stopping by. Uh, you guys, uh, I think, know by now that when it comes to wagering in Missouri, that we know people still continue to try to do it. There was a, a stat that came out from Geo Comply Solutions, a, a fraud prevention and uh, cybersecurity company. They said there were 252,000 attempts from people in Missouri trying to access legal sports betting apps in Kansas and elsewhere. That's pretty wild. People we know on launch day and launch weekend. We're trying to do that. But 252,000 attempts for people in Missouri that tried to make a wager on the Super Bowl. That's really wild to think about. And in Kansas, where sports betting is legal, 2.2 million geolocation checks during Super Bowl weekend, according to the numbers from them. 180,000 accounts were active in Kansas on Saturday and Sunday. Those are people, right, that are on their phones, on the FanDuel app or the DraftKings app, NMGM, Caesars, you, you name it, whatever the app may be. But that hopefully uh, will, will be different by the time we get to the Super Bowl next February out in Las Vegas, which, of course, is another legal sports wagering state that been far more uh, active than anybody else had been from the very beginning. For a while, that was the only place, really, you were going for legalized sports wagering, not the case 
anymore. I got Julio Sanchez producing the show. Again, uh, final show for us here on that betting show, and then we'll shift more into uh, to baseball season on the station and also college basketball station. But I, I promise I'll probably do some some March Madness content or something, Julio. But we got to fill this this air with with something, right? Some kind of content. We uh we we certainly will will have some fun though tonight. I told them Julio will take some calls if anybody wants to call in and text in how their bets went as well. And also I'll get Julio's thoughts uh, whether or not uh, my etiquette on an airplane was quote serial killer behavior or not. I was told that oh, it boy. was. I was told it was by uh, Cody and Nick today on our midday show. I don't think it was that crazy. Maybe maybe you do. The text line. I already saw right. someone. Uh, texting in right now saying it confirms that I might be one between my food takes and that. So I don't know, man. I mean, you do. I'm not going to lie. I don't even need to hear the stories and you do have some tendencies. So really, you know, really? You, know. you think so? I think so. Huh. Right off the bat. I will say right off the bat. Someone says, can you mention my chief's bets? $50 free bet on Mahomes. They said to win MVP in September, they cashed for 400 bucks. Uh, as did many, many, many people. Congratulations on that one. They also, you placed a Super Bowl parlay hurts. Brown, Kelsey, touchdowns, plus 675. You won $3,300. Congratulations to you on that. I'm telling you, I think... That's impressive. I think people cleaned Ooh. up in these parts. I, I think people cleaned up based off of how launch day went for sports wagering uh, in Kansas and how most people were betting on Mahomes. Most people were betting on the Chiefs just out of fandom. And look, when you live in Kansas City right now and the Chiefs are the kings of the football world and atop really the sports world in general... And it's not going to change anytime soon with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Brett Veach and the entire organization. Look, it's not it's not homerism. It's just good betting, right? It's just, it's just good betting. Thinking of that, thinking of that, it is never too early to look ahead to next year a little bit when it comes to betting the NFL. In particular, Patrick Mahomes is going to try to do something that has happened just five times in the NFL. Do you know what that is? That is going back-to-back NFL MVP award honors. We know he's won two MVPs, but he hasn't won back-to-back. It's happened five times. Jim Brown was the first to ever do it. Joe Montana did it in the late 80s. Brett Favre had done it. Brett Favre won it three times in a row, by the way. He's the only one to do that. Aaron Rodgers just most recently, prior to this year, had won two in a row. Why not? Like why, why? Why not? Right? Why can't Patrick Mahomes do it two years in a row? I mean, he's got I, most of the teams coming back, right? I mean, there's it. no big. That's it. I mean, any I, big turnover. I think the only thing is with him, he's probably in a position where he has to once again blow the competition out of the water in terms of statistically, because if it's close at all, there will be voter fatigue. We see this yeah. happen. We were worried about that happening this year a little bit. It did a little bit, right? Yeah. And it was until Jalen Hurts got hurt. Uh, it was trending that way, even though Mahomes was always going to blow Jalen Hurts out of the water in terms of the stats and what he was going to do. But I'm convinced if Jalen Hurts would have been healthy all year, I, I would have been really interested to see how the voting would have gone. So there's already odds out to win the AP NFL MVP for 2023-2024. Why not? Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes are the three favorites to win it. They all are 7-1. to one. If why? they're all seven, to, if they're all seven to one guys next year, if they're all seven to one, why would why would I not put my money on Mahomes instead of Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? Why not? Now, if you want to go further down the list, and and I do, and look at some value plays, that's a whole different conversation. But if I'm going for the favorite, and Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen have the same odds to win MVP, and I, I know it's only happened five times in the league's history, but Patrick Mahomes is that special of a player. So many of these trends that we mention about the Chiefs. And about Mahomes, and some of them apply to betting, some of them don't. So many of them don't apply to him. 
They just don't. We saw it play out in the Super Bowl last Sunday. Hey, what what happened with the uh, MVP winning the Super Bowl? Exactly. That was one of them. Where up until Sunday, the last regular season MVP to win Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, I should say, was Kurt Warner in 1999. That that was the last time it happened. Eh, that trend doesn't matter. Throw that one out of the window. Patrick Mahomes, halftime, down 10. 26-1 and one teams were when leading by double digits at half in the Super Bowl. That stat's now 26-2 and two because of Patrick Mahomes. So while it's only happened five times that a quarterback or a player in general has won back-to-back MVPs, why, why, why wouldn't it happen again? So I'm just telling you, you can go value picks. You got all offseason to figure this thing out. But if you're saying I can bet on Allen, Burrow, or Mahomes, and they all have the same odds, why the hell would I not be putting money again on Patrick Mahomes? You can do it right now. You, you can log in right now if you're on the Kansas side. You can hop on FanDuel. I'm assuming other books already have it. I'm just looking at FanDuel right now. And you can make that bet. Now, if you're just curious of some other ones, Justin Herbert's 9-1. to Jalen Hurts is 12-1. to Jalen Hurts at 12 to 1 is kind of interesting because we know he was in that conversation till his injury. But is that team going to be the same team next year? Are they going to have the same center? Is Jason Kelsey going to retire or not? Lamar Jackson's 13 to 1. We don't know where he's playing yet. So there's a chance you, you know, the value on that could change. Is Lamar playing in Baltimore? Is he going to get traded? Is he going to sit out? Those are all up in the air. Same with Aaron Rodgers. He's 16 to 1. I'm guessing Trevor Lawrence is going to be a very popular MVP pick next year. He's 16 to 1 right now on FanDuel to win MVP. I I think if you're looking at a value play, that will be a popular one, and it's probably one that I would throw a few bucks on already because I think there's a chance that that number will go down uh, to 12 to 1 or 10 to 1 before the start of the season. Like, Trevor Lawrence has the same odds, guys, as Dak and Tua to win MVP next year. Out of those three quarterbacks, who would you rather put money on, Dak, Tua, or Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I know he's in the AFC. I, I understand that. While the Chiefs run the AFC and they run the NFL, it doesn't mean somebody else can't win MVP in the AFC. It just means that Trevor Lawrence, the leap that we saw this year, can he build on that? Like, Let's not forget he was the number one overall pick, and a lot of people thought that he wouldn't win an MVP at some point in his career. Then further down the line, Deshaun Watson's 25-1 to to win MVP next year. He did not look good in the final month of the season when he finally played. Bad. Some people might take it because of a value play. They think that he can rekindle his top five QB status. I do think he can be a top 10 quarterback in this league again. I really do. But, that, but again, that's something I, I got to see. Yeah, I got I to see what he can do in that division. I get some strong competition. And then after that, you're really talking about some flyers. You know, Justin Fields, 25 to 1. I, I know they have a lot of money this offseason and a lot of a lot of draft capital. But I'm not sold on Justin Fields as a thrower yet fully to put him in that conversation. And I'm not going to even go any further than that. I mean, do we, it, do we even know that he's going to be on Chicago next year? I think fields will be. Yeah. I, I think fields will stay in Chicago. I know there's some noise around that, whether or not they would draft somebody or would they be interested in trading for Lamar Jackson yeah. or, or anything like that. Thinking of other available quarterbacks, uh, Derek Carr's 50 to one, just, just, just so you, know. <laughs> and guess what? Sam Howell, 75 to one. Maybe, maybe EB is going to be the OC there. Sam Howell, 75 to one. Do you, do you think I'm obviously joking? Yeah, I'm obviously joking guys. <laughs> If if <laughs> if Sam Howell at seventy five, if Sam Howell's in the MVP conversation, um, Eric, and Eric Bieniemy find how how people will try to find a way for him not to get hired again as a head coach. Uh, you know, some people will, will find any excuse for Eric Bieniemy not to be a head coach in this league. Uh, if Sam Howell is even anywhere near just a top fifteen quarterback next year, Eric Bieniemy 
uh, should get coach of the year as an assistant if that's not even possible, but they should make it possible. Anyway, those are uh, some of the futures are that are already <laughs> out there. We'll look at the Super Bowl futures coming up in a second. There are, of course, the 2023 slash 2024 Super Bowl odds. And you guessed it. The Chiefs, yeah, they're favorites. As they should. Get, get used to it. Get used to it. They weren't favorites this year. That was the Buffalo Bills. How did that turn out for Buffalo? Nice little divisional round exit to the Cincinnati Bengals. Coming up next, we will take a look at the NFL futures when it comes to the Super Bowl betting markets. We'll take your texts, your calls, and don't forget, coming up around 7.30, we'll head out to Letmo Play, the folks over there, letmoplay.com, and talk a little bit about the Missouri sports legalization on sports wagering next here on That Betting Show. That Betting Show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family-owned and operated, mycomfortsystems.com, on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. All right, back here on That Betting Show. Alex Gold with you till 8 o'clock. Then we'll hand it off to the K-State Sports Network. 913-586-7610. That's the Jay Southland Toe Service text line. Celebrating another Super Bowl title for the Kansas City Chiefs. Celebrating some of your Super Bowl winnings. And thanks to everybody that's been following along throughout the football season here on That Betting Show as well as our betting Discord channel. Been a lot of fun throughout the season. Uh, I told you, share some of your wins from the Super Bowl and text those in. Uh, here's another one from the 660. So they have to drive 30 minutes north to, was that Lineville, Iowa, I believe, or is that Linville? Lineville, Iowa, I think. Says so they hit good on Chiefs money line. Mahomes over one and a half touchdowns, under 292 and a half passing yards, and then a double result belt, a double result bet for those that don't know what that is. It's basically what do you think is going to happen at halftime and then the end of the game. They said they had Philly lead at halftime. Chiefs win. A couple of nice hits there as well. I have to point out, we talked about the octopus bet, Julio, last week. We did. Week. We had some fun we with it. We had a little two-hour special last week from Phoenix. It's great to be back in Kansas City. But the octopus bet hit, man. It did. It really did. I'm shocked. Jalen Hurts. I'm shocked. He got that touchdown late, and he got the two-point conversion. And it was him that, that did both of them. 14 to one. So I hope some of you, uh, some of you followed on that one. We had, we had actually a really, the professional. we had a really good that's Super Bowl. That doesn't mean we don't hit on every single bet. Of course not. But, uh, we, we did really well. Octopus bet hit. Uh, let's see. We had both teams to score over 20 points. Felt that was, that was solid by halftime. We were in good shape. Even, even with the chiefs trailing by 10, we had the over for the game. That thing went way over the 50 and way a half. Over. Uh, we got excited for a little bit about a parlay. I needed a Jody Fortson touchdown to, to wrap up a little four-legger for us. That, of course, did not happen. I know some of you uh, mentioned that you had a little parlay with a uh, McKinnon and... Ooh, that's got to hurt, Yeah, McKinnon right? touchdown. It's got to hurt. Anybody that had a McKinnon anytime touchdown, look, as a Chiefs fan, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl because that was a heads-up smart play. You, you got to be okay with it, right? You, you I think so. Be. Now, look, I mean, you I would be, be... If I was someone that had thousands and thousands of dollars on the line, I would be sick to my stomach. But, man, if McKinnon scores, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles march down that field maybe, right? Like, they march down that field, and maybe we're having a whole different vibe. Maybe we're not at the parade yesterday, and it's a whole different conversation. Instead, Patrick Mahomes has two rings. Andy Reid has two rings, and we're talking about this team maybe on the cusp of... Well, they're certainly on the cusp. Some of you already think they're a dynasty... I've maintained I don't think they're a dynasty yet. I think, One more. One I, think more. I think they're right there, and some people disagree with that, and that's fine. I, I believe that they've positioned themselves where now this next year, that's, that's where they can go and solidify themselves as a dynasty. Uh, two and four years is an incredible run, ridiculous run. 
it doesn't make you a dynasty. That's just my personal opinion on it. Uh, and it's not necessarily the most popular one in Kansas City. I understand that. Um, but I, I just don't think we change criteria for what a dynasty is just because it's our team here in Kansas City that we love uh, does, going does on it, and winning a championship. Do, what if what if they make it, but they don't win it? Actually? Yeah, I actually think there's a chance. Depending, I actually I consider that a dynasty. I, I, I think so, still. yeah. I think so. At that point, it's four Super Bowl yeah. appearances yeah. and two wins in six it, years. Yeah, I, I think it requires next year because – you, you don't, of course, you don't have to win it every single year to be a dynasty, but I also don't think the way it sets up, you can't be sitting here in two years and say, well, they've gone to two Super Bowls in six years. Right. Or, or excuse me, three Super Bowls in seven years with two wins or something. Like, it, there has to be eventually... It's a good run, a, a, but that's not a dynasty. There has to be back-to-back wins or appearances after winning multiple rings. Well, now they've won multiple rings during this stretch, so I think they need, a, I need, they need another Super Bowl appearance. I mean, we're talking dynasties, not... Not unbelievable run, uh, owning the decade, the team in the NFL. That are that's what they are. But dynasty, and we think dynasties in sports. You know the, the Chicago Bulls. What was it? Six, six straight. The Patriots. But you don't have to win six straight to be a dynasty. But those are the. When we say dynasty. We're talking about consecutive titles usually during a, a span of time. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Someone said they made good money on the Super Bowl. Shout out Casey Kurt. Also, some of the penalty didn't cost the Super Bowl. Who knows what would have happened. Yeah, I mean, the, I don't even want to go down that road. It was clearly a holding on Bradbury. He admitted it himself. To me, it's case closed at that point. I don't yep. know why national yep. talking heads are still going over the, the holding call. It was clearly a holding call. NFL Films just put out their highlights. You know, they continue each day to release more behind-the-scenes stuff. Clear as day, Juju Smith-Schuster was held. And then suddenly we're, we're playing revisionist history of, well, if it's inside two minutes, we just don't call Let's it. Let's change the rules what are we doing? So, when, so when is yeah. it okay? Everywhere outside of two minutes, no, people would be bitching and moaning inside any other time. If the, the flag would have happened with 3.50 to go, Julio, someone would be bitching and moaning about it then. So, who cares? Also, by the way, if you're a Chiefs fan, who cares? Who cares? You got the ring. Yep, who cares? You got the ring. You had nothing to apologize for. You, you couldn't be stopped in the second half. That's why the Eagles lost. They couldn't stop the Chiefs in the second half. Well, and let, let's be honest. Come next year, no one's going to remember that. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. That, that's it. That's going to be the end of it. I mean, this is a discussion for now, but as time goes on, it's going to be forgotten. All right, let's take a look real quick at some of the Super Bowl odds already for next year. And then, as I mentioned, coming up a little after 7.30, Brett Koenig of LetmoPlay.com is going to join me at LetmoPlay on Twitter, a sports betting advocacy group of Missouri residents on the eastern side of the state of Missouri trying to get wagering legalized. We'll talk to him about some of the progress there and, and obviously a big couple months ahead in the Missouri legislature. I mentioned on the MVP stuff, never too early to take a look. So if you're wondering for these Super Bowl 58 odds, and the Super Bowl going to take place out in Las Vegas, the Chiefs are your Super Bowl favorites already for next season. They were not the Super Bowl favorites this year. That was the Buffalo Bills. There were a couple times this year where the Chiefs did become, for like two or three weeks, the betting favorite to win the Super Bowl. There was a stretch of that during the season. That was not the case uh, as the season went on necessarily, but the Chiefs are 6-1. to one. The Buffalo Bills still have the second best odds, plus 850. Eagles, 9 to 1. Cincy, 9 to 1. Niners, 9 to 1. The Niners at 9 to 1 is kind of funny to me only because we don't know who the hell their quarterback is next year. We really don't. Is it for sure Brock Purdy? I don't think they go back to Trey Lance and then the, or Jimmy G. Like, that's what's kind of weird about the 9 to 1. There's no way I would put a 9 to 1 ticket on the Niners right now. I don't know who their quarterback is. And there's not like great value. It's not like the Niners are sitting there at 15 to one where you think you're getting good value. Value at nine to one, I don't think it's good value on the Niners at all. 
The Cowboys are 15 to 1. The Ravens, similar story, 16 to 1. We don't know if Lamar's playing. The Chargers are 20 to 1. Yeah, good luck. You got to play in the AFC West against the Chiefs. Enjoy that. Can you can you make the playoffs again? Can Herbert get a playoff win? The Jags at 25 to 1 are just kind of fun just because it of might the be value. solid. Just a value play. Yeah. Again, you're talking about setting yourself to be able, up to be able to hedge. Not that you necessarily think the Jags are win the Super Bowl next year, but put yourself in a spot where you're holding the Jags 25 to 1 ticket and maybe they're in the AFC title game against Kansas City next year at Arrowhead. Like that's a scenario I could actually see playing out and then you you'd feel pretty good if you had a Jags 25 to 1 ticket and you could you could hedge. We will have months and months and months to go through all the uh the betting odds and things like that. Uh, but since this is our, our last edition of that betting show till the fall, I did want to take a look at already the, the NFL futures market. Those are the only two futures that you can bet on in the NFL right now. There'll be more as time goes on. I mean, you can bet on the draft stuff. I mean, I didn't really feel like talking draft tonight, Julio, but uh, you, you can bet on who's going to be the first pick. You can, you can bet on multiple things like that. There's also some offshore odds on where Justin Fields can land. We'll get to that a little bit later before we, we get off the air today. Uh, we'll get to where some of these free agent quarterbacks could land. Those are on offshore markets only. So you, you unfortunately, you can't bet on those on FanDuel or wherever. But offshore markets, next team odds for Fields, for Derek Carr, for Aaron Rodgers. We'll go through a couple of those as well. We'll keep on reading your text as uh, let us know what you want in the Super Bowl and how you're betting your wit. 913-586-7610. But up next, let's go out to the other side of the state of Missouri on the St. Louis side, and that is folks over at letmoplay.com. Brett Koenig joins us to talk about wagering and legalization in the state of Missouri. That betting show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Hanging out here on a Thursday night, it is That Betting Show. Of course, coming up at 8 o'clock, we will hand things off to the K-State Sports Network for the Jerome Tang Coaches Show. Of course, now that football is over, we transition into college basketball season. A lot of people now is when they start to actually pay attention to college basketball season. All three local schools are going to be in the NCAA tournament this year, which is going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait to start betting a little bit more on college basketball. March Madness, we know that the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 is going to be right here in Kansas City at T-Mobile Center. Now, it'd sure be nice, though, Julio, if, you know, while you're sitting at T-Mobile Center during March Madness, you could actually wager on those said games that you're watching. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen this year. But could it happen come next year? I'm talking about the legalization of sports wagering in Missouri. We know what happened this year in Kansas. That's why so many of you were able to go across the state line. But so many of you in Missouri would love to just sit on your couch as well and be able to make those wagers. And to talk a little bit more about this, you know we've been tracking the legalization on this for the last year or so. I mentioned last week on the betting show uh, that the Missouri House had a hearing on sports wagering. No vote was taken. Last year, the House put out a bill. It was fine until things went over to the Senate. No agreement could be made. As you know, the video lottery terminals continues to be much of the conversation, but there is a advocacy group in the state of Missouri on the eastern side of the state called Let Mo Play. Letmoplay.com at Letmoplay on Twitter. You can give them a follow as well. And they are, of course, pushing for the legalization of sports wagering in Missouri. And I'm excited to have one of the members of that group, Brett Koenig, joining me here on that betting show. Brett, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate the time. And what what prompted you to, to get involved with this and, and to try to start a group here to push the message of wagering in Missouri? Yeah, so first of all, thanks for having me on. Um, and you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I mean, it's 
something that I have been following closely for what feels like a very long time at this point. Um, and, you know, I think there's been enough pressure, kind of like you mentioned from the surrounding states, that things are getting close. Um, but it just seemed like there was a, a bit of a void on social media about the issue and especially the details of it, which you kind of mentioned the video lottery uh, terminals and all of that. And we just wanted to, to bring as much publicity to the issue as possible and the things that are really holding up the show so that hopefully we can we can get this done this year. Now, Brett, have you had a chance at all, I don't know, maybe you have, to, to talk with those stakeholders involved in this process? Because I think there is way more support than there was a year ago to get this done because of what's going on in Kansas and Illinois and Iowa and all these other sure. bordering states. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. It almost feels like waiting to get voted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. you got to kind of <laughs> wait your turn. We had uh, cannabis legalized last year. Hopefully this year it will be the uh, the sports betting. And, and the short answer to your question is, is no, and that's kind of why uh, we felt the need to do this is I uh, personally reached out to a couple of the stakeholders uh, that I won't mention by name. They haven't gotten back to me yet. Uh, just trying to help, see what I could do. I never heard back, um, and then turns out, kind of like you had mentioned, again, with the uh, lottery terminals that you know, one of the senators I reached out to ended up being one of the, the biggest roadblocks uh, along the way. So um, just felt like there wasn't a lot of communication, a lot of uh, understanding from uh, not only the constituents of what was going on behind the scenes, um, but vice versa as well from those lawmakers. So what what, if, what what is the the ultimate goal? Of course, is to get this thing to legalize. But I, I see you guys have a presence on Twitter. You have a website that looks like it's kind of just now launching as well. What has been the early mm-hmm. reaction, and, and what do you perhaps plan on doing over over the next couple of months? As we know, we got about 110 days or so left in the Missouri legislative session for 2023. Yeah. yeah so and and obviously, like you said, the main goal is to get it over the line, right? Uh, I'm a big sports fan, big gambler. So I'm kind of sick and tired of driving an hour away just to do that. Um, so uh, from a personal perspective, that's my end game. But, you know, my background in terms of gambling is actually uh, from horse racing. And there's not not a lot on the social media spectrum, uh, especially in this area, um, for that. So um, if, if things go well, and that's uh, kind of an angle we'd like to look at. But really, we just like to have a presence and build that following now so that hopefully – Hopefully we can get this thing done this year. We're talking to Brett Koenig of LetmoPlay.com, at LetmoPlay, their social media handle, a Missouri advocacy group to legalize uh, sports wagering in the state of Missouri. You mentioned driving an hour or so away. I believe you're in outside of St. Louis, right? So where, where are people uh, mainly going to, to wager? We know on this part of the state line, of course, they're just driving about 10 minutes in some cases to get over to the Kansas sure. side. But I'm assuming for the Super Bowl, how, how did you bet on the Super Bowl? Uh, so I... Did exactly what most folks do is drive right across the border and stop at your nearest gas station or, or rest stop and, and make your bets that way and drive right back across the border. But a couple of years ago, FanDuel bought what was previously Fairmount Park and DraftKings opened up a sports book at the Casino Queen, which is kind of directly across the river from the arch. So that one tends to be pretty easy for folks to find. But that's really your only option in the St. Louis area is to drive across the river. And when you look at the other states that, that are nearby, and you know, I, I think uh, so far you know, on the Kansas side, there's six apps that are legalized. I don't know what the number is over in, in Illinois, but having more opportunity to wager on sports, do you believe as someone that's, that's been wagering for quite some time that that 
actually just creates uh, what I think is actually a much better atmosphere for the sports better, not just with the options, but so many people are concerned uh, about the integrity of these sports, but having the, the regulated market actually is a much better atmosphere. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, having it legal and, and being able to do it correctly, like you mentioned, it's going to be better for us, right? As, as gamblers, we want it to be legal. We want to be dealing with the people that can, can do it correctly, can, can protect our interests as well. So I think it's a no-brainer for everybody, as you kind of mentioned. People are already doing it, um, going across state lines or, or doing it illegally online. So uh, it's really just money that the state, in my mind, is losing out on. And I think a lot of people view it the same way. So. Lastly for you, Brad, I appreciate the time. Do you, do you feel like uh, for, for you, you live in the state of Missouri. I live on the Kansas side. You're also on the other side of the state. So is there mm-hmm. as much frustration as, as it seems like there is on this side of the state line where people are trying to go to sporting events and be able to actually wager in person? I know on the, uh, over there it would be the, the Blues and the Cardinals. What's the feedback that you hear from people there in the St. Louis area? You know, honestly, I think it's a little less so. Um, yeah, obviously on the western side of the state, the Chiefs are – the Chiefs, right? You guys have won the Super Bowl. Uh, not only are they hugely popular, but football's an enormous betting sport. Baseball is too, but not quite the same. So the popularity on this side of the state is probably not quite what it is over there on the western side of the state, but that doesn't mean it isn't there. Um, you know, people are still, again, crossing state lines daily um, to go play, and that's, you know, everyday money that we're losing out on. So ideally, we can keep that money in state and, like you said, protect everybody's interest as, as best we can. Brett, appreciate you coming on the show, man. We'll, we'll be following, obviously, on Twitter, at LetmoPlay, LetmoPlay.com as well. And, and hopefully over the next couple months, something can happen here. I think everybody that listens to this show certainly is hoping uh, for Missouri to legalize sports wagering uh, to, to make it more accessible to everybody. All right, well, I appreciate you having me on. There you go. That is Brett Koenig from LetmoPlay.com, at LetmoPlay on Twitter. Uh, you guys know where we stand on this show. Uh, we, we have had... Uh, some of those stakeholders on this show, as a matter of fact, we did have a, a senator uh, and Denny Hoskins on the show back in December talking about uh, setting up where things could go over the next couple of months. And right now where things stand, there was a hearing in the Missouri House on two sports wagering bills that are both basically identical, also very similar to a bill uh, that came out of the House a year ago. It has not been heard yet on the Senate side. Uh, and with this being the final that betting show, of the year here on 610. Be sure to, to follow me on Twitter at, at Alex Gold and then our station Twitter account at 610 Sports KC. I'll start doing some content related to that on social media and on the website as well as we start to do what we did on the Kansas side a year ago, which is heavily track the progress, talk to the people that are important and involved, and uh, those that don't want to see this actually happen. And I think the uh, appetite certainly is stronger than ever for it based off of Kansas legalizing it. I mean, talking to people on the Missouri side, uh, not just residents, but but those that are actually the decision makers and who can actually make this happen. Uh, there seems to be more pressure than ever before. Does that necessarily equate to it passing? No. You know, I, <laughs> I don't think it's this uh, automatic thing that because Kansas passed it, that Missouri is going to get it done. I, it, it sounds simple, and it, that should be probably the way it goes, but there's a lot of things that, that are at play here. And I would love the opportunity to go to Arrowhead, go to Kauffman Stadium, go to T-Mobile Center, as so many of you would as well, and eventually Kansas City Current Games when, when they open up their stadium, right, and be able to be in your seat and pull up your phone and pull up those apps or go to that kiosk. It was incredible being out in Arizona. Not only do they have uh, legalized sports wagering, but within, I don't know, I'm bad with like estimating how big the stadium was compared to where I walked. Right outside State Farm Stadium in Phoenix, Julio, was 
a bar and restaurant that had a BetMGM sportsbook in it. I mean, it is on the grounds of the damn stadium, and it was incredible. It's your standard sports book, but what was incredible about it was that you were so close to an NFL stadium. I just saw that the Washington Commanders are the first stadium. They're opening up a sports book inside the stadium. Now, their stadium sucks, but you know what? They got a sports book in it. Stadium might not be any good. Their ownership might suck in D.C., but they got a sports book. All right? One thing going for them, They right? do. They, they have that right. going for them, and there also are reports out tonight that Eric Bieniemy is going to stay through Friday uh, there in D.C. to continue his interview process to become the O.C. maybe out there. It's so a we'll long see. interview. There's, it's a long um, interview. Man, wine and dine, nice little steakhouse. I mean, after, what, 15 out, interviews? You know? I guess you might as well. Right? Yeah, might as well see how it goes. That's a, that's a conversation that we'll, we'll have uh, tomorrow, of course, on our midday show, Cody and Golden. I'm sure all the shows here on 610, we'll, we'll talk about that if there's any update. But there's a report uh, out there from the Washington Post, I believe it is, that uh, the interview so far is going well for EB in D.C., and uh, that they expect him to stay there through Friday. And look, the longer he stays there, means you know you think you wonder if something's going to actually happen. It's it's an OC gig. It's not a head coaching gig. It's an Lateral OC move. gig. Um, and he would actually be the play caller. But Sam, how's your quarterback? That's what I can't get over. I know. I have mixed feelings about this. I'm happy for him if he gets it, but also I'm not so sure he's set up for success over there, man. We'll yeah, see. It's it's uh we'll it's it's ridiculous that he quote unquote has to leave the organization to maybe position himself to be head coach. But it's we had Dane and Hughes on uh, our midday show, and of course you heard him on players only, and I thought he made a great point, which is like what's the level of success that he has to have in DC to get a head coaching gig? Like what new benchmarks, what new barriers are people gonna try to put up? Yeah. If he has a top fifteen offense, are they gonna say it's not good enough? Is a top ten good enough? Like I, that's the, the the mental gymnastics involved with with that would be fascinating to see, uh, but it's 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 really interesting uh, to see what decision he ultimately makes, or will he be back in Kansas City? I, I'm guessing we're going to get an answer tomorrow. I think we're going to get an answer on that tomorrow. All right, coming up next though, we'll wrap things up here on that betting show. We'll look at some of the odds for where some of these quarterbacks could land next season, and a very early look as spring training is underway at the MLB awards picture. A couple Royals players have odds out to win both MVP and Cy Young. That betting show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family-owned and operated, mycomfortsystems.com, on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. That betting show here on 610 Sports Radio. Alex Gold with you. Julio Sanchez producing the show. 913-586-7610. That's how you can hit us up on the Jay Southland Toast Service text line. Let us know your bets that cash from the Super Bowl. We're going to get to real quick at the end of the show. couple odds out there for Major League Baseball. Vern's already out in Surprise, Arizona. We literally let, we took off from Phoenix. He landed in Phoenix. It was just basically a swap. We basically swapped equipment. Got it that was, hot stove it coming was like It was like the Thomas Crown Affair, the scene where we're carrying a briefcase. You don't know who has it. We just drop it in the middle of the airport, and he picks one up. That's basically what happened. But he did end up with the equipment. He definitely did end up with the equipment. Lucky him. So he's out there. Baseball coverage will be here before we know it. And there's some odds out there for AL MVP, AL Cy Young. A couple of Royals players have some odds. We'll, we'll take a brief look at that. Uh, I, I can't do this show tonight. I don't think I'm, I'm basically allowed to do it without playing Travis Kelsey again from the parade a little bit. I don't think that's like is as allowed. And well, I must say, it. Julio Sanchez, I don't know. You, you were part of like the Travis Kelsey security detail. I saw a photo where Kelsey's hugging the mayor, Mayor Lucas, 
And then who's off right there in the background looking like you're his handler for the day? It's looking a little creepy. It was Julio Sanchez there. So you were up on the stage. How was how was, was. that yesterday? That was uh, that was one hell of an experience, man. That was uh, that was a once in a lifetime thing, and uh, I w- I was lucky to jump on on board this season with the Chiefs uh, for this kind of year, man. That was one hell of a ride. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, it was good. I got lucky and taking the, the players back and forth off stage and yeah. getting to celebrate with them on stage and banging the drum and just hopping around <laughs> with them. And it was, uh, it was all kinds of craziness, man. It was, it was wonderful. It was incredible to be out there. I can't imagine what it was like to be, be in uh, your position. Yeah. <laughs> Standing right there, there next yeah, to Andy Reid. I mean, yeah. me and him chatted for a minute. I chatted with EB and, you know, several, I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome. And of course, Kelsey stole the show there at the end on stage. Let me hear you say, oh! Na, na, na. I feel so good, don't I? Let me hear you say, oh! Na, 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 na. All right, all right, all right. Oh, man, that's not going to get old at all. That was so good. I I've mean, heard that about 100 times, I feel like, now, and it doesn't matter. I'm not going to lie. He, he maybe did one too many uhs. Here's the thing, though. When you're on stage, like... Julio, you you could have said anything. I could have said anything, and oh, people yeah. would have oh, yeah. laughed or repeated it. He could have just been like, he could have said anything, uh, truly anything. He could have said poop. He and could people have been, cheered. Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter. He could have just said like coffee, and they all would have been like, yeah. That is like he's in a great spot. Everybody's drunk, and everybody's happy. The city's shutting down, and we're celebrating another championship. That's what people were there for. That's it, man. It's as simple as that. All right, real quick, I didn't want to look at a couple of odds uh, on the offshore market for where some of these quarterbacks could end up. Two of them, real quick. Did you know that Aaron Rodgers' next team, the Raiders are now minus 300 Woo. to be Aaron Rodgers' next team for week one of the season. This comes from an offshore book, Bet Online. The Jets are plus 200. And everybody else is way off. The Bucks fourteen to one. The Niners sixteen to one. The Titans twenty to one. Patriots twenty to one. Those are long shots. Why to do say we play this game every year with him? Why? Why do we indulge? Well, this? right now, isn't this he in the is middle nonsense. of his darkness yeah. retreat right now? Yeah, that's darkness. being recorded. That, he's, that, he's oh, it's being recorded. That's, that's apparently he's he's recording he a documentary yeah. on himself. The, apparently, he's got a just, TV crew with him. Just going. do the ayahuasca trip instead. I mean, what are we doing here? So minus three hundred though. That's. The odds were reposted earlier this week. They went off the board and then they're back up. That's a strong, I mean, that minus 300 is a strong number. I think the Jets should make sure that Lamar Jackson is not an option. And if he's not an option, then they should be all in on Aaron Rodgers. The Raiders, of course, for us around here is fascinating because if Aaron Rodgers ended up on the Raiders, Ooh. you would have Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, and some guy named Russell Wilson out in, out in Denver. Now Good that call. would seem way more daunting a couple of years ago. We just had this conversation this past year. Are people going to make the same mistake? If Aaron Rodgers somehow gets traded to the Raiders, are people really going to talk themselves into, Bart Scott, about the, the, the Chiefs not winning the division or not making the playoffs because Rodgers is in it? Give me a break. I honestly don't care. It what does he have fun. around him with let, the Raiders? Let, let, guard, yeah. They have no roster. I, if I'm Rodgers, why would I go? You're not why? winning a Super Bowl yeah. with the Raiders. No. I would say with the Jets, you got a better chance of going on a run, For though, sure. because uh, I think it's a much better football got team. got a hell of a defense. Young talent, some good receivers, a football coach that I actually think is competent yeah. in Robert Sala compared to Josh McDaniel. Then the other one is Justin Fields. You brought this up earlier, Julio. Justin Fields plus 300 to stay in Chicago. The Bucks are four to one. Saints four for about 475. Commanders plus 550. Ravens plus 650. If you look at what the implied probability is based on the odds all the way around, 
there's actually only a 75%, uh, there is a 75% chance the Bears trade Justin Fields. If you're just looking at from an odds perspective where, you know, you add up the percentages there, and it's only a 25% chance that the Chicago Bears are keeping Justin Fields. That'll be like a draft night type of thing if it happens, right? That season from Justin Fields was promising, and Bears fans are feeling good. But I still have questions about his ability to throw the football. I mean, we saw he can be a star in this league, but can he develop enough to be a throw that you want to build your entire franchise It was around? just enough to give him some good value. Get Restart the clock with a new quarterback, a new number one quarterback, and get, some, get something back for him. Remember... That regime in Chicago yeah. did not, you know, they did exactly. not draft Justin Fields. They exactly. are not tied, at, you know, they, they are not tied to him whatsoever. And I think that is important to know. All right, real quick, I did want to mention a couple of Royals odds that are out there as it is not going to be baseball season, guys. Spring training pitchers and catchers reported out to surprise. World Baseball Classic right around the corner. Our guy Vern is out in surprise. We'll start having Vern on the air more frequently. It is that time of the season. So I'm not going to go through World Series odds. I don't need it to be depressing or anything like that uh, to tell you where the Royals are sitting for that. Uh, but I will bring up uh, a couple of the awards market because young stars, Bobby Witt Jr., what's your guess on odds for him to win AL MVP? You have a guess? 20 to 1. No, 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 no. That'd be terrible value. 100 to 1 right now on FanDuel. 100 to 1. Vinny Pasquantino also at the same odds at 100 to 1 to win AL MVP. At 100 to 1, you might just put five bucks on it for, for just for the hell of it. Now, Shohei Otani exists still, unfortunately, uh, for, for this conversation, but he's also a thrill to watch. Uh, plus 220. Aaron Judge, plus 650. Mike Trout, 8 to 1. And then. Julio Rodriguez, who, of course, was the AL Rookie of the Year, is 10-1. to 1. Julio Rodriguez uh, had the type of season people, I think, were hoping that Bobby Wood Jr. was going to be able to have. But let's understand something for Julio Rodriguez. Not only was he incredible, he was on a playoff team. That that boosted his stock drastically. But at 100-1, to 1, I don't hate it. Anything less than 101, I don't think there's enough value on Bobby Wood Jr. And then how about AL Cy Young? Brady Singer, who did go to arbitration with the team, who I think maybe will have a huge year for the Royals. Brady Singer currently is sitting at 80 to 1 to win the AL Cy Young, the favorite, Jacob deGrom, 5 to 1, Garrett Cole, 7 to 1, and Dylan Cease at 9 to 1. Really appreciate you guys all season long. Seriously, we had a blast going all the way back to September 1 with the launch of Wagering in the state of Kansas. Uh, you guys can stay in touch on social media at Alex Gold, at 610 Sports KC. We hope to be back in the fall with that betting show, but this is going to do it for us for a couple of months. Julio Sanchez, great job producing throughout the year, man. I really appreciate it. All our guests as well. Back at it tomorrow, 10 to 2 on Cody and Goldie, listening to Fesco in the morning at 558. And up next, it is the K-State Coaches Show with Jerome Tang right here on 610 Sports Radio. That betting show with Alex Gold, brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family-owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.